Hey friends, Brian here. Welcome to the Ready Go Podcast. Today we have a classic episode for your listening pleasure, right after a word from our sponsor. All right, ready? Go. Yeah, so here we are. Here we are. Uh, welcome back to the uh, podcast. It's been a while. I've had lots of people talk to me say, hey, what's going on? And you say, wait, just just hold on a minute. Just hold on a minute. We've got something good in the works. Yeah, in the works. It'll happen. In the works is the way they always say things that feel like a long shot. It's in the works. It's like the check is in the mail for sure. something happening. My ship's going to come in at some point. The ship is happening right yeah, now. Yeah, there it is. A lot of, a lot of ship happening. <laughs> so, uh, in case uh, you couldn't tell, this is not Corey Reddy talking along. I'm Brian Knutson, and this is actually my sister Cammy. Hi. Uh, uh, Corey has uh, uh, she has her, her has reduced her role in the in the in the podcast. We'll have her back in yeah. a while. Yeah, she will. She is uh, an integral part of the show. Um, but as most of the listeners figured out, just listening, she's a little overextended. She's got a lot going on. Yeah, a lot on a plate. But we're happy to have her last name as part of the podcast. Oh yeah, I don't mind. Newton's a lot harder to roll with and get clever with. Yeah, not not a lot of uh, puns. Or expressions, unless you're talking about uh, back cover or back country river uh, aquatics. Do some right. some of those sorts of plays Cute on Newton words. is about as far of a stretch. Mm, yeah. And we're, I'm glad we're not calling the podcast that. No, no, we're not doing that. But we are still talking about creativity. That's right. That's right. And so, uh, and today, I don't know. Uh, before before we get into the meat of. Uh, Things. Is there any anything to you, anything particularly that you're up to? Up to? What am I up to? Uh, creativity, creatively speaking. Uh, I I am perpetually uh, involved in taking classes. That's that's my, I'm perpetually looking for classes, wanting to take classes. If I'm not enrolled currently, I recently took a wood shop class, uh, woodworking class. Uh, this week, it's not really creative, but it's I think it's a little bit out of the box. I'm taking some boxing classes. Two You're taking boxing classes. <laughs> two two days this week. Of course you are. We can take. We can talk. Wait, is it boxing or is it like Taibo? It's it's boxing. Well, one is at a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym, but it's a boxing specific. So class. you're not grappling. No. You're and then the other one is at like a hardcore. At least the website makes it look pretty hardcore. I'm I'm gonna do that one second so that I don't feel don't get beaten up or. Sweat on so are they gonna are they people. gonna put you up against people you're I don't know I don't know I, I emailed them both and this is the intro these are the intro class so a big part of me thinks that they won't have any hitting each other the first time or Just maybe it will a lot be of punching bags. it'll be minimal yeah I'm really in it for the punching bags uh, we you know we got we got uh, we got Reese a punching bag for Christmas oh yeah and he hasn't ever used it and so I'll it, take it is one of these big regret purchases where mm. he, we we're bad Knutsons are notoriously bad at buying too many presents for Christmas and uh, we're getting better 
as we're realizing, you can only really have so many presents. That are exciting. Yeah, like like they like your brain can only process so many types of presents. And so if I get you two books, I'll only really be excited about one of the books. Like my especially as a ch- child. Sure. Right? Like here is the active toy, here is the pretend uh, you know, the, the make toy. toy. Here is the video game, and here is you know. There's only right. so many things. If you give them two video games, it's like, well, I, I'm playing one. I can't do both. Right. Time. I really like the idea of keeping it in keeping it in categories or keeping it limited to yeah. uh, ways it can be appreciated. Because I think far too often, not just kids but adults as well, um, I think we get overloaded by exciting things. Sure. And we we fuse out. Sure. And. And sometimes if it's if it's all at once, like at Christmas time, rather than spread out over time, you lose that potential excitement. Anyway, boxing. Boxing. That's that's something that I'm. If you looking need a punching to... bag. Let me know. I got one sitting in my garage. <laughs> okay. That's the point. Right. We'll see how it goes. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. And so once again, before we get into the topic, one thing I wanted to point out to you, I had this idea. Tell me what you think. Maybe this is better for offline chatting about my story that I'm working on. Mm. So I'm, yeah, I'm going through it decently and it's, I'm moving along. But it occurred to me that it might be cool to have a couple separate storylines interwoven. Sure. And to have, uh, you know, because I'm really just following the protagonist the whole time at this point. Everything, I've just been following him the absolute the whole time. And so I don't have any... You know, side characters. Side character. Well, I, there are a bunch of side characters, but like you only see them when they're with the protagonist. Right. And so I'm thinking about having going almost going back and st- almost starting not starting over, but like saying, all right, well, between these two scenes, I'm going to throw this random scene. Sure. Well, I bet there I bet there are a lot of authors who do that. Well, you write a story, make sure it works. Your protagonist all fits, and you have a beginning to mm-hmm. end. And then as you as you work out that story, it becomes clear that. Oh, it would be great if we had this. If we had already introduced him. Yeah, this either idea, love yeah. interest or you have, you know, a little bit more depth about the, you know, the villain than sure. than you well, that was, would get with just That was actually what, what actually got me thinking about it because I feel like at this point, uh, through the, through the uh, story, that, the arc that I've kind of written in my mind, what I've seen of the villain in the next couple times I'm going to see the, the main bad guy like it's like not enough time to really develop him as a really bad mm-hmm. bad guy. I mean, he's a bad guy, and he I I like him as a character, but like if I don't take the time to develop him as a real evil guy, you're not going to see it. Just if you if you're only exposed to him in the time. Sure, you you maybe room. know he's a really bad guy, sure. but your readers won't. Yeah, I don't have enough time to develop it anyway. So that's. That's what I wanted to say to you. I don't know, so you know that that's happening in, yeah. my, in my brain sickles. That's good. Um, so let's but, talk about that. Yeah. So, but the topic that I want to talk about today um, is originality. Um, and let's see, how do I, what, how do I want to go about this? So, um, I was thinking about a couple different things. One, I was thinking about Pinterest. And Pinterest to me is probably one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me in my life because wow, that's a statement. Right? Yeah, Isn't no, that the statement right there. It, and I, I would great. like to to forward this to the Pinterest to the corporate people office. Yeah, but just it, that clip. Yeah, <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever to happen. Well, 
it's 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 up there at least. Mm-hmm. Part, and this is you know, call me a chauvinist or whatever. I've been getting a lot of great meals out of it. That's true. Right. That's one. That's one great thing. And then also great activities, great camping tips. You know, even though some of them are fake, but it's a better forum for sharing cool things. Yeah. Than really, we we see. Yeah, them. and it's and it's different than. Facebook and Twitter and Instagram in that it's not really personal. And it's different than curated websites, you right. know, like parenting blogs and other internet resources where you're like, you know, cooking websites sure. and all recipes and yeah. things like that. It's great, but it's, it's a great resource. But I think it's really interesting in terms of um, you, there's lots of crafty things Yeah. there, right? And so... But what got me thinking about originality and Pinterest and how they where they intersect is, is, you know, to what extent is am I being creative if I essentially see some cute idea on Pinterest? Well, cool idea. Cool doesn't idea. Have to be a cute idea. No, it doesn't. There, there's more cute ideas than cool are, ideas. There yeah. are cool ideas there, but like, you know, like for example, got a birthday party coming up. Uh, you know, last uh, other kid's birthday, I use the resource heavily like oh here's something we do who is something you do you know part of me felt kind of cheap but like i was cheating Cheating. yeah like sure um like oh yeah i saw these you know we did a we did like a ninja theme and i saw you know uh some sushi rolls made out of rice krispie treats and swedish fish and i was like that is that is clever right so when you get all the compliments from the moms around the block saying that is the greatest that's most such clever a good idea, idea ever. A, it's like well i kind of well, it's not I my idea someone else you but know. did you improve it at all i guess I mean, did you did you put it on a cooler plate than they did in the picture well i mean we have some nice you know stoneware Su- looking sushi, stuff that looks sushi ish uh, I think that that's a big. I mean, I think that's a big thing when it comes to originality. Is that? It's how much you change it. Is how much you yeah change it or personalize it. Right. You know, you could have a lot of good ideas, and really, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this. But what about what about just the fact of bringing it together, right? Like, so there's that that is presented not as a ninja thing. Sure. Right, and so part of the creative of what is creative is the experience, is is the things that you decide to bring into it. Sure, see, seeing that, oh, hey, there's this sushi idea, sushi right. crispy idea, that could work for this. Right, ninja party, as well as a uh, you know balloon fight, where we had a lot of I put faces on yeah, a bunch I... of helium balloons and we bought them. Well, I think you see that it was a lot. an epic battle. <laughs> Good, yeah. The epic battle was not on Pinterest. No, um, no, you can't because you can't take a picture of a, a battle so epic. No, I'm sure video balloons. for Pinterest is on its way. Um, sure. No, I think that you at s- least gifs or gifs or whatever. Right. I'm surpri- I'm actually surprised that we haven't had that, more of that. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be really. Cool. You know, I think I've seen the play button before on a Pinterest feed, but I've never really clicked on it. So I think it probably just links to some video. Right. Like, I think you can. But it would be cooler if, if I was, you know, there, and it yeah. looks it looks like a Harry Potter newspaper. I was going to say that I think that you see that a lot, the assembly part in interior design. Sure. When we were, uh, Porter was building a bathroom, and uh, we spent a lot of time on Pinterest looking for w- what we want the bathroom to look like. Right. Um, it's building, you know, building the bathroom from scratch. So it was a laundry room before. So it was basically plowing the whole thing under, kind of having it plumbed, and you could decide within this limited amount of space what 
feel of a bathroom. I mean, there's really only so many different styles of bathroom you can have. Right. But he ended up doing the that, uh, what do you call it, where you, you put molding halfway on the wall and you make it so it looks like it's... I, uh, you're wing, asking the wrong person. Spotting? I don't know. There's a word for it. Anyway, but I noticed that with a lot of entire interior design ideas where you have you have ideas that are out there that you can see on Pinterest or you can see in in magazines or anywhere. Um, and there are people who don't pull them off. Sure. I mean, I've been in those houses. I think I have one of those houses. Even though, can, can I just say that one of my favorite things on Pinterest is the nailed it meme <laughs> right. where, where you have this, like, <laughs> yeah. this is the picture on Pinterest and this is somebody's attempt at recreating it and it's like total... it's terrible i think that that i mean i think that's exactly it whether that's here's a great idea but i i do not have the skill set to carry it out right or here's a great idea of a way to arrange pictures on a wall i think that's something that i've thought about recently because i want to put pictures on my wall sure in a way that looks nice and it doesn't always look nice even if you're following the instructions because you still have to have this creative eye um, you still have to be able to put it together. It's like I can follow a recipe, sure. but that doesn't mean I'm a good cook, you know? Yeah. So I think that there's something to that originality of having it, not even just personalized, but having the wherewithal to pull off a ninja party or a bathroom in a way that works. Sure. Well, so but then so the other resource that um, that I think I thought was interesting, there's there's a there's a video. It's I mean it's actually a four part. Uh, YouTube video, uh, each one are like 10, 12 minutes, or something like that. So it's, overall, it's, you know, 45 minutes long, called Everything's a Remix. Did you ever get a chance to, to watch it? Yeah, I think I, w- I watched part of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Well, it's yeah. a really cool series, and I recommend it to... Uh, we'll put it on the blog. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a, at least a link to it to to the on the website. Um, it's, a, it's a really interesting analysis of what we consider art and what we consider copied, and and it really kind of showing how I mean the first the first one is about well, what's the first one about I know there's one about music and it and it goes and talks about shows how you know these people who copied Led Zeppelin but Led Zeppelin copied you know mm-hmm. Muddy Waters and and trace it back yeah and trace it back to all these people essentially ripping off each other and the main difference between uh, uh, Led Zeppelin is they didn't really credit anybody. And right. so it's kind of a big deal because they're like, wait. And same with, you know, it's like the vanilla ice thing. You know, it's right. Like, you think you, you're it's talking like, as if you made it up. Right. And and you, have you seen the interview of vanilla ice going? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. There's a ch in yeah. there. It's it dun, 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 dun. See, there's an extra dun in there. And it's right. like, hmm, right. come on. You're not fooling anybody. Robbie. Robbie Van Winkle. Come on. <laughs> um. But then there's another there's another episode about film, and kind of showing how you You're know the yeah it's story. yeah and 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 the way that essentially somebody like Quentin Tarantino will do all sorts of homages to her homages to other films that are like beat by beat ripoffs, but because of the way he does it, it's like mm. well that you don't it's obvious that it's where he's taking it. He's not trying to pass it off as his own. He's He's taking this thing and 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 highlighting it in something that he thinks is cool, right? Right. Um, or even you know you see these Shepherd Fairy, no Far Fairly Farley, you know what I'm talking about? Nope. The oh, he's the he's the artist who did the um, 
the Obama hope. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's big legal stuff because he essentially took that photo from a, from the Associated Press. Right. Right. And like he manipulated it and, and, but he didn't credit the Associated Press. And then people have used that image, for... all sorts of stuff. And, right. and then he's got mad that people have ripped off his thing. It's sort of like, well, okay. So is credit then like a pay it forward type of a thing that it's okay if you're ripping somebody off as long as you own up to it? As long as you own and up And you to... can't be mad. If you rip somebody off, you can't be mad when somebody rips you off. I guess. Um, as long as they're putting a different spin on it. Sure. And as long as you bring enough to it to advance the medium or advance the whatever. Advance, yeah, advance art or whatever. Ad- advance whatever message you're trying to convey or whatever yeah. is being brought to the table. I mean, so I mean, this the story that I'm writing, for example. I mean, I've I've uh, borrowed heavily from existing. You know, the, there's a famous book called uh, "Hero of a Thousand Faces," um, which talks about the hero's journey and and how all the the monomyth of uh, you know a character who goes somewhere he has a elderly mentor finds a magical object and goes off and there's trials and it can uh, goes to another place and then comes back takes something sure. from that place and brings it back and 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 there's all these tropes and these these things that, that are always in there that are in all sorts of uh literature and film and uh that it's almost that it's so overused that you don't feel but it's it's not it's not like you don't feel like you're copying anybody because you're copying right. everybody. Yeah, you know that's like you've talked about how the the idea of not that you're doing this, but the idea of in fantasy that trolls always personify a certain type sure. of character and gremlins similarly. Sure, and people who are the elves, you mean elves? They're not a lot of gremlins <laughs> in fantasy. I, I guess there of, might be. I don't read a lot of fantasy, but I don't think they're the kind that if you eat after midnight they. Yeah, I'm picturing the movie whatever. Gremlins right now in right. my head. Um, no, I. What about I, Gremlins Two? Are you thinking about Gremlins Two? Which 2? one? Which one has the kid from Dear the Wonder Years, or maybe the kid from the Wonder Years is little brother? No, uh, a different movie. I think you're thinking of Little Monsters. Oh, I am thinking of Little Monsters, which is not... another excellent film. And did you realize that the monster in Little Monsters is Howie Mandel? Ugh. <laughs> I had like somebody pointed that out to me, and I was like, "What? That's not." And then I went and. You know, checking out IMDb. I was like, "What?" I have to check that because out because on the poster, you know, he's the classic back-to-back poster right. with the, uh, you know, posters are another great example. <laughs> are a good example of there being very little originality, very little room for originality. And when you see a poster that's really different, it's like, oh, I can't think of any actually off the top of that's my really head different that are that are like a, a very striking movie poster because most of them. If it's a love story, you either have them look at each other or maybe back to back where you have them kind of, you know, everybody's posed in a way. If it's right. A, if it's an that you've ensemble, seen before. Yeah, if it's an ensemble, they're usually standing in, you know, a V or they're standing, you know, somebody's got a gun or, you Yeah, know, I, or there's like the, the painted, you know, heads that are get bigger and bigger. <laughs> right. You know, and the one in the background. Right. Um, I, don't know that, I don't know that movie posters are necessarily like really trying to be really creative. I think they. Well, I, I guess somebody who's in charge of creating. Sure, yeah. There's. I mean, you probably that. just offended somebody whose really, job it is I'm really sorry. to make movie posters. Right. Um, it's not the same as like CD covers. I feel like are generally are often very 
unique. Very different. Yeah, you don't you don't see like oh, it's that old CD cover. Right. I mean, I'm sure that there's some. There probably are couples that are band type ones. Yeah, but... it's like oh, it's the one where it's the band on stage, for right. example. The the broader categories though are like an artistic photo. Or like a scene with some person in it. Right. Or, or like random things like like Weezer's album with Hurley. You know, it's like. <laughs> right. And it's called Hurley. It's like, what? <laughs> like, Right. And that is, in its way, not that original because it's random in the same way that a lot of other album covers are Sure. Random. But at least. Like, oh, it's an avocado. Of course right. it is. It's not. Why exact, wouldn't that be on your album cover? <laughs> exact same pose as, as in Still life. Sure. Whatever it may be. So, yeah, I mean, I think that is, is it really bad that they're recreating? I mean, what does the remix say about that? Well, the remix is saying, this is the way it is. Get over it. Kind of. Uh-huh. Like, this is how we do it. And I think that there's a – it's tr- kind of saying that there's a disconnect between what we think is um, an idea. Like, like at, that ideas aren't individual things, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I have a quote. I have a quote from, uh, let's see, who is it? Henry Ford. I put this in our little dump brainstorm sheet. So Henry Ford said, I have invented nothing new. I simply assembled the discoveries of other men behind whom were centuries of work. Had I worked 50 or 10 or even five years before, I would have failed. So it is with every new thing. Progress happens when all the factors that make it are ready, and then it is inevitable to teach that a comparatively few men are responsible for the greatest forward steps of mankind is the worst sense of nonsense or sort of nonsense. I would agree. I like that sentiment a lot for a number of reasons. Uh-huh. What comes to mind is the iPod. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like there are a lot of people don't really talk about iPods in general anymore, but the, the Apple revolution. Sure. People talk about, talked about, have talked about iPods as if, Apple like invent, invented, invented the, the idea, mm-hmm. invented the idea of a portable music player. And I remember when Zune came out. And granted, the Zune, Microsoft Zune, was like not done right, really. All right. But I remember people saying, oh, "People are just ripping." Microsoft just trying to rip off the the iPod as if the iPod was not ripped off right. from hundreds of different types of MP3 players yeah. already. Well, there. I remember I remember having so so the, one of the episodes like the third or fourth episode is about technology and patents mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. And how messed up the patent system is, especially in technology. But I remember when the iPod or the i the iPhone came out and I remember rolling my eyes thinking, I have my Palm Trio 650. <laughs> right. I can watch videos on this. I do. I can watch, I can listen to music on this. I, you know, I, I had a little SD card in it that I'd put MP3s and I'd yeah. put videos on it. And I'd, you know, for me, that, that, totally fun- the it, yeah, I could get on the internet on it and I had, I had a keyboard on it. It's all this stuff. It's like, what? This is not innovative. I mean, it's not. This isn't better. Well, it, it is. I mean. Right. So that comes back to what we were talking about at the beginning with ninja parties is it's not a new idea. But is it done better? Sure. Or is it done in a more appropriate way to whatever your audience is? But so, but the the question becomes is, and and maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe the answer to the question is it doesn't matter. Is but the question is, is that original? Right? Do we care if it's an original idea? Right. Um, I think the guy who does this uh, everything's a remix. He would argue that there are no original ideas. 
every idea that you've ever had is just some sort of mixture of existing ideas that you've been fed, right? Like you right. you had the idea, you you know, you saw this in a science fiction film and then you saw this and then you read this thing like and the- then you saw this and you and then you saw this commercial and then one day it kind of clicked for you. He's like, oh, you know what? I could put these things together right. and that would be this new thing that nobody's ever seen before. And it's like, on the one hand, yeah, it's new, but it's like... So it all comes down to execution. So maybe the idea is not original, but is the execution original? And I think that there's something about it being not just the way that it's carried out. I do think that's important, mm-hmm. uh, but also the, the idea as it... Uh, interacts with whatever the audience is uh-huh. that somehow makes it original maybe not original but that if you have t- sushi roll cr- cr- rice sure. crispy sushi roll all comes back to the rice crispy it all sushi comes roll. back to the ninja sushi the roll. most original thing i've ever done <laughs> ever um that you have there's I put this idea fruit roll-ups around it that it was, was wrapped in fruit roll-ups <laughs> really great as like the as like the seaweed yeah um, so you have that this idea that you kind of built on, mm-hmm. and you have put it established it in a setting where it it fits. Sure. You know, and I think the iPod similarly. The idea itself is not really that original, but they executed it in a way that was really well done. Yeah, and it, it's that kind of last marketing piece. Um, and I don't think that it's all just things that are marketed, but I think any idea that if you have this idea that's that is really creative. And that's maybe a whole separate question is if, if you have something that is done really well and it's really creative and the execution is original, but there's no audience. Right. Does that matter? Does that, that's a, well, maybe save that. Nugget just for something tree, else. Just a tree well, Because, yeah, no, there's, there's things like, I was having a conversation with somebody recently about avant-garde music. You know, and and I said something to the effect of like, what's yeah, avant-garde music? What's avant-garde? <laughs> That's my question. Oh, avant-garde music. Uh, I mean, we can play some. Uh, it's, I would say, in a, in a word, is terrible. Okay. It's kind of like, like I would say, Revolution Number no. Nine is avant-garde okay. music. It's sort of like experimental uh-huh. and like Ross on pr- it's Ross like not on Friends when he's playing the like the weird keyboard. I Maybe, mean, yeah. I mean. <laughs> right right i mean it's the the notion so i mean i and so i said this to a colleague something effective like it's terrible and like it's um there's no you know it has no commercial value Mm -hmm. and he kind of snapped at me because he's like a jazz musician and he kind of snapped at me he's like no like that's where that's where it's at that that well that's where good ideas start it's like a it's like a you know crucible for for new ideas and then right. those things get made and then it, and then those leak into jazz and then ja- and then that and jazz stuff leaks into commercial stuff and before you know it you have things like dubstep right which dubstep 20 years ago would be considered noise right and and just yeah i think that there's something really to that i think i think that not necessarily i mean there's something about it kind of paving the way mm-hmm. but as, as Speaking of the person who's doing the creating, mm-hmm. I do think that there is a place you have to get to where it's okay for ideas to be terrible sure. and for whatever you're creating to be terrible and sure. have no commercial value. And it seems like you, you hear about people who have made really amazing innovations um, and they talk about 
how getting into the place where bad ideas are okay mm-hmm. um, makes it so you can get to the good ideas. Um, and I think we'll talk about that in our next episode about failure. I'd like to talk a lot about that, actually. Because um, you love failing. Because I love failing so much. Um, you, like, spent all day on fail blog. <laughs> yes. I'm actually going to talk about fail blog. Okay. Um, I'm excited. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I think the idea that you have to get to a place in order to really innovate, you have to get to a place where you've dealt with all of the the avant-garde noise. Sure. Well, and I think that, you know, part of the takeaway, you know, we're actually starting to uh, run out of time here. Um, and so I wanted to kind of make a few takeaway points here. And, and, and one of them is that I think that sometimes we get hung up on this notion of originality when it isn't necessarily necessary mm-hmm. um, to for it to be original, especially if it's, uh, you know, if, if what you're trying to do is create something that people like, maybe it's wise to, you know, take take a page from somebody else's playbook because people like stuff, you know, and right. you can see, okay, well, you know, take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that. And, um, but if your goal, and also if your goal is to make something that you like, still, even still, it's like, it doesn't need to be something that nobody's ever even conceived of right. for it to have value. Sure. And so sometimes I guess I would recommend for those people who are are stuck thinking, oh, but I need a new idea. I need to be fresh. It needs to be different. It's like, well, you know, maybe you're getting a little too hung up on foreign. Right. Or starting from scratch. Yeah. That like it might be worth building on something else and thinking about the execution rather than uh, trying to, yeah, reinvent the wheel, as they say. I totally agree. Anyway, so I think uh, that's going to be our episode. We didn't even take a break. Boom. Hardcore, not we messing just, around. We're we, really good at talking. We're so you, good at talking. You and I. We're like the best talkers ever. But we, we didn't. Um, we didn't talk about any high school stuff. Do I need to talk about high school stuff? Uh, we didn't go to high school together, so that's uh, true. Well, my we, high school reunion is on Saturday, though. So I think we went to the same high school just at different times. So I think pretty soon here, I'll have some things to say about high school. Ooh, that'll be exciting. Yeah. And I mean, but it'll be about. Kids in your high school, right? Who people, I don't really people know. People who you don't know, who maybe have older siblings. I was hoping, yeah, sure, and older, older siblings, or maybe uh, teachers. Any teachers? Maybe you might have. Probably won't have much teacher gossip because no. you're going to a reunion. Teachers aren't invited. Well, nobody to cares about teachers. That's not true. Don't say that. Everybody cares about teachers. Teachers not, are the future. Just not at a reunion. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, um, it's been real. It's been fun. Ready, ready for next it's week. It's been real fun. Um, yeah, and in case you're wondering, uh, yeah, where did Corey Ready go? It's the Where Did Corey Ready Go podcast. <laughs> um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have her check in soon. And um, So, yeah, the call to action is going to be to go to Kickstarter. I forgot to mention this, so I got a Kickstarter going on right now for Zufu. It's my latest game. Um, and we and got... it's awesome. I've played it, and it's fun. Yeah, it's super great. Thanks. Fun for kids. Fun even for grown-ups. Even for grown-ups, yeah. I, there's only one pledge level, or I guess two. There's, like, whatever you want to give, and then there's the $15, which essentially is a pre-order for the game. And um, so we are... We're a little... We're not quite where I'd like to be. We got another two weeks, and uh, we really and need we, your support. we need you to buy Zufu. Yeah. 
Yeah. By we, I mean Brian needs you to buy it. From what I understand, though, anyway. Because I'm not getting any royalties. <laughs> yeah. I might get you You should base the zoo animal names off of people you know. I've always wondered if, like, the creators of Mortal Kombat, if all of the characters are, like, people they know. Like, the, like, like there's a there's a Johnny Cage out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, loosely based on me, but if I were, like, more mad Maybe. You're in your game. I would be based on me, like if I were. Sure. Well, I mean, we we have in some of our games. There's still things like that, but not Zuko because it's all just animals. But um, yeah. So that's 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 the call to action. Call to action. Okay. Do it. Do it. Make it happen. Make it so. Number one. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> The days are longer, the nights are stronger than moonshine. You're gonna go, I know. Cause a free wind is blowing through your hair, and the days surround your daylight there. Seasons crying, no despair. Alligator lizards in 